welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week, we end the month of Av and we begin the month of Elul. It's the 12th month of the year. It's the last month. <clears throat> and it's actually the month in which we prepare to receive the new, the, the new, new year. Uh, we're coming to the end of the year 5,783 and, and we'll be commencing, God willing, with Rosh Hashanah in the month of Tishrei, the year 5,784. So this is a very interesting month. It's a month in which we are uh, focused on making changes, on making Heshvon Hanefesh, of making an accounting of the year that just went by to put into a paper what we were able to accomplish. Where were you last year? Where are you now? I hope you're not the same. I hope you're better. I hope you grew. I hope you're doing more, more things that are connecting you to Hashem. But it's a, it's a, it's a serious month. It's a month of stock where you, you're, you're looking at your year. You're looking at what you accomplished, what was not accomplished, what needs to be accomplished. It's like a coaching type of, this is where I am. This is where, where I want to be in your relationship with you, in your relationship with others and in your relationship with Hashem. So, uh, Rabbi Noah Weinberg has a beautiful book in which he, he has a, a, a chapter that talks about the way that we should grow through, the, through this month. And he starts telling a story of a very pious man that encountered a, a group of very triumphant soldiers that were coming back from the field, coming back from a battle, and they had won the war, and they were very victorious, and they were in a very high spirit. And he says to them, you have returned victorious from a minor struggle. He said to them, now get ready for the major battle. And so, so what's the major battle, they asked. And so he said, the war within us. Yes, sometimes we're fighting these external wars, but in reality, the war is not outside of you, the war is within you. And so that is a great war. Ju you just came back from three weeks of intense fighting, and now the enemy has, has been vanquished, but fighting the insanity of the Yetzirah is something that it's not of three weeks, this is something that is an ongoing battle your whole life. It never ends. And even after a hundred defeats, we, he will never leave you alone, and the battle is constant, and he will not rest until he kills you. And the moment you let your guard down, he will pounce and attempt to utterly destroy you. So what is this Yetzer Hara? What is this? Uh, Hashem created us with two neshamas. We have two souls. We have two entities within us. We have one that is called the nefesh hamahabit, which is called an animal soul, a vivifying soul, an instinctive soul. And you have another one, which is a divine soul, a neshama elokit, which is mamesh, actually a, a spark of God within you. So these two forces within you are creating havoc, and uh, that's why you have so many, so many doubts in your life. And one side of you tells you, go and pray, and another side says, no, let's go to the movies. And one side of you says, oh, give the tzedakah, give the charity, and another says, oh, no, but you're going to be, you're going to need that money for your vacation. And the whole 
your whole life you're battling these two forces. The Yetzer Hara actually is, is also given to us by God. It has a purpose, it has a mission. It's not to destroy you, but it's to make you better. And that's its job. The thing is he forgets why he's there. So he makes you a lot of boo-boos and a lot of problems. But in reality is so you have merits in your life and you can really overcome all these difficulties that you have in your life and give you the, 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 the sehut, give you the merit that you deserve. So in a, in, a in a typical war, there is a front line and sometimes you're surrounded, but at least you know where the enemy lies. You know where they're coming from, but the Yeser Hara is so sneaky, this animal soul is so sneaky. It can be very religious soul also. He can really trick you into doing things that are not okay. And he knows how to mask illusions as reality how to re, re, rationalize every scene under the sun. And, um, and he knows how to get you to harm yourself and your loved ones without you even realizing it. And so this, uh, the Rabbi Bahia Ibn Bakula in the book of Shar Habitahon, of the book of uh, Duties of the Heart, uh, he has a whole chapter about this and uh, chapter five and he talks about how this this um, animal soul is so cunning and it's so deceiving and so sneaky so we are beginning the hebrew month of elul as you know and it's a time to intensify the battle with the yetzer hara this is a, a, a time where we're going to war we're going to the field this is a time of fighting you're gonna if you're aware of it you're gonna have all these situations coming to you where you're going to be tested. And you know what? Look up and laugh and say, okay, Hashem, I got you. I got you. You're, you're giving me the merits to be able to acquire a beautiful new year. So the enemy, enemy's first plan of attack is to knock out your senses of personal responsibility and get you to hand it over to someone else. So yes, you know so many people, it's not my fault, it's his fault. I didn't do this, they made me do this eh, because my parents did this to me when I was in fifth grade and I'm like this. And you're always pointing fingers to others and to other situations that you always rationalize why you're doing what you're doing. And Rabbi Weinberg is telling us here, like, I stop now, like don't do this anymore. You are responsible for you. Nobody else is responsible for yourself. You are the one that is responsible. Yes, maybe this person did this to you and maybe this is the house you were born and you had these situations and these situations. But at the end of the day, the only one that can get rid of all this baggage is you yourself and you. You are the one that has to put the work and you are the one who has to choose to have a holy and beautiful connected life to God. You, only you can do that. Nobody can do it for you. You can have a great teacher. You, have, you can have great mentors. You can read an incredible book. You can read, listen to all these inspire, inspirational podcasts, everything. But if you don't put the work, if you don't decide, okay, it's up to me, I am responsible for me, then no one can really do it for you. It's up to you. And so, so how do we get this clarity? How do we get this strength? What, what do we have to do to be able to stop relying on others and uh, giving excuses and, 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 and just turning our face out, uh, to the other side and going to denial, oh no, this is going to solve by itself, uh, let's wait. 
What do we have to do to be able to get into that strength mode and be able to affect change in our lives? So uh, the month of Elul uh, would seem that it's a paradoxical month. On, on the one hand, it, it is the time of I am for my beloved and my beloved is for me. It, it would sound like it's uh, the month of love between us and Hashem. It's a loving relationship. The king is in the field. Hashem is accessible to all. Like you just need him and call his name and he'll be right there. Uh, it's a magical month. But at the same time, uh, that we have this beautiful feeling of love and connection to Hashem and feelings of closeness, it is also a month in which we have to prepare for the big feast for Rosh Hashanah. And when the book of life and, 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 and death is opened before us on Yom Kippur, and the whole world is gonna be judged. So, uh, so we see that Hashem really wants us to live. He wants us to do Teshuvah. He wants us to be in this world. He wants us to bring the redemption. This is what he wants. He doesn't want to really uh, create havoc in our lives and make us suffer. This is not the purpose of, of existence. The, the purpose of being here is not really to be a miserable human being. This is not what we're, why we're here. Although the world would look like you would think, okay, this is, I'm here to suffer because life is suffering, right? But then we come and we, we read the book of Moshe Haim, Lusato de Ramhal, The Way of God, Dere Hashem. And in, in, in this book, he encapsulates in one paragraph the whole point of our existence, why we're in this world. And this is very important, to be able to fix whatever you need to fix, to be able to grow, to be able to connect, you need to know this. If, if you don't know this truth, then how can you how can you really get out of where you are? So, uh, in the way of God, Dere Hashem, he writes, the root purpose of the service of God is for the human being to constantly turn to his creator and to realize that he was created for the sole purpose of being drawn close to his creator. So the whole purpose of existence is the vacus. The vacus means attachment. And everything that happens to us in this world is for one reason and one reason only, and that is so we can get closer to God. So whatever good happens to you is so you can get closer to God. Whatever pain you have in your life is for you to get closer to God. This is the purpose, the purpose behind every experience you have in your lifetime. And to feel that I'm for my beloved and my beloved is for me. And the Jew understands that everything God does is for our good. This is bitachon, this is trust in Hashem, this is a commandment of the Torah. We have to know and trust that everything that happens to us, as painful as it can be, is a manifestation of, of Hashem's great mercy and love towards us. And every judgment he renders, whether a windfall or a bankruptcy or whatever it is, is exactly what we need to grow closer to him. So this is, I think, one of the most important things to understand in life, because in life, people go through stuff and either they connect or they disconnect. This is the two way street. There's no middle ground here. Either you get closer to Hashem or you turn your back and you walk the other way. And, um, and the purpose for it was not for you to walk the other way. For you, it was to search Hashem, look for him. 
in your pain. Look for him. And so, I am for my beloved. If you love God and appreciate that he's your father, then he is for me. If you love him and you appreciate him and you see that everything he does is for your good, then you're going to see that everything he does for you is for your good. It's a reciprocal relationship. And, and the Ramhal uh, describes the objective of the war against the Yetzirah, the objective, why we have, what's the purpose of it. And he says that man was placed in this world only to overcome his evil inclination and subjugate himself to his creator through the power of his intellect. He must overcome his physical desire and tendencies and direct all of his activities towards attaining this purpose of com coming close to God. It is up to us to choose to cling to God by vanquishing the Yetzer Hara and rising above the vanities and confusion of the world. So yes, uh, in my 54 years of life, I've never seen such a confused world. I grew up not being uh, observant of the Torah, very traditional, but not observant. But I remember people were very, uh, very, people were not lost. People knew what they wanted, they had morals, they had values. Children knew what, what they were gonna do when they graduated from school. They knew afterwards they were gonna get married and start their own families. But today you see this world, it's a full of confusion. People don't know where their heads are. They, they don't know the difference between their eyes and their mouth. People are completely lost. So yes, look what he's saying here. This is a book that was written th hundreds of years ago. And he says that vanquishing our Yetzer Haran, rising above the vanities and confusion of the world, that is the purpose of our, of our existence. So if, if this is true, then we're living in a time where the opportunity is so big to connect to God. It's harder, it's harder to connect to God because of the confusion, but the, the merit and the sehut a person gets when connecting to the truth is humongous. And so, so the Ramhal then it identifies a primary weapon God gave us to fight the Yetzer Hara and achieve our purpose. And God gave us one means that is greater than anything else in the world to bring men close to God, and that is the, the study of Torah. So there is nothing more powerful than learning Hashem's instructions for living are the actual words of the Creator. So the Torah, the Torah is the will of God, is His wisdom, is His wisdom. When you're learning Torah, for example, right now we're learning Torah, you're connecting to His wisdom. It's like the most intimate relationship you can have with Hashem. So learning Torah, says the Ramhal, is the way out. And so Ramhal sets also conditions because the person who reads them in holiness, o sea, when a person is learning Torah, he has to do it with the right intention. It should not be something that they do just to satisfy their knowledge and intellect and to know more. It's an intellectual pursuit. He's saying a person that learns Torah has to do it in holiness and purity of heart. A person that's learning Torah has to really do it in the proper way and with the proper intention and the proper way to do it because the, the, the proper intention is that you're learning Torah because you want to be close to God.
This is the reason you learn Torah. You want to be close to Hashem. You want to learn His ways. You want to emulate God. You want to live a life in which you are a godly human being. And so he says, these words have the unique property of causing the one who reads them to incorporate it in himself, to make him excellent and great and, and perfect a person. And we need to learn Torah with holiness and purity, which means that our learning has to be lishma, unadulterated for the sake of heaven. We should learn for the sake of heaven, not for ulterior motives, not to make me more intelligent or more wise, or to be more honorable, or to be a more important human being. No, you have to learn Torah because this is the way to God. This is the way you connect to Hashem. And when you're doing for His sake, then you're going to be able to get the benefits of it. So Elul is a time to examine your goals and drives to, to, to look inside with a really genuine and honest eye and look within yourself and see what drives you in life. What is your motivator to do the things that you do? What really makes you do? whatever you do, what makes you learn, what makes you do things, it's, it's, you have to be true. And to learn Torah with the intent to fulfill God's will, as we say in our daily prayers, in the second blessing before reciting the Shema, we say, we say instill in our hearts to understand and elucidate, to listen, learn, teach, safeguard, perform, and fulfill all the words of your Torah teaching with love. Torah study is not just for intellectual stimulation. The goal is for you to absorb it in your bones, to live it and to be it. You have to be Torah. You cannot, it's not, you have to be true. You have to be emit. You have to be transparent to God. And so Torah learning has to change you and bring you closer to the Almighty. If your intent is not to fulfill what you're learning, you may know an incredible amount, but you, nothing changes in you. You're the same person. So you become like a donkey carrying books. This is what you become. And this Torah that you learn can become poison to you. It can really be very harmful. And so your knowledge has not penetrated into the fiber of your being. So let's say that, okay, you're not learning Torah Lishma. You're learning Torah because you really enjoy learning, right? You really love listening to Shurim. You really love sitting down and learning Torah. The rabbis say, okay, even if you do it for the wrong reasons, keep doing it because eventually you'll do it for the right reasons. So the more you learn, the more you change, the more you grow, the more you connect in different ways. So the shofar is gonna be, uh, from the first day of Elul, we listen to the shofar every day. It's a custom to listen to the shofar. And this is a, a reminder, this is a wake-up call for us, that every day we're being reminded, oh, hello, where are you in your, in your, in your avodah? How are you doing in your, in your, in your getting closer to Hashem? And, and you are at war with the enemy is at the gate and this month is a time to strengthen your resolve to fight the great battle against your Yetzirah. This is what this month is. It gives us the, the, the tools, it gives us the energy, it gives us the, the help, the, the extra push, the king is in the field, Hashem is closer than ever. Whatever you desire in your relationship with God, he's going to help you get there. But you have to be honest. And it is a time to take responsibility for every aspect of your life. 
to reconnect to God's constant love, and to intensify your determination to learn Torah with purity in order to fulfill the God's will, God's will. And in reality, nobody can do this except you. So I want to wish you a Rosh Chodesh Tov. May you have a beautiful month of Elul. Maybe a springboard for you to, to reach higher, higher uh, heights and that you finish the year in, in an incredible way so you can begin the year in an incredible way. So I wish you a blessed, blessed month and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.